myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Catch up via the dream show and you'll be sitting on top of the world. Don't be afraid to catch the greatest show around. Who's going to take it this year and win the field of dreams crown? The yes men won it last year, but can the adults do take and throw it to the atmosphere? Why don't you... Catch up the other dream show and you're sitting on top of the world. Welcome to the Long Gone Podcast. It is me, Michael, and with me, as always, S-Man. What up? Steve Ford. How's it going, man? It's going. Going a little Beach Boys here. You know me. Love, love, love me some Beach, Beach Boys. Boys. Yeah, dude. You know? yeah. Yeah. You've had a couple. Of, I mean, this summer has been kind of a... When we do these shows, you've been doing some a lot of Beach Boys, I believe. A lot right? of Beach Boys. Well, it's summertime. What do you, what do you yeah. expect? You know? Sounds of summer right there. You got to go with the Beach Boys. So. Shit, yeah, I'd rather have Beach Boys in the summer than in the winter, right? Yeah, so. yeah. You know, I'll throw some Beach Boys in the winter. Now, so. yeah. <laughs> Brian Wilson action? What the hell? Yeah, I definitely can't go wrong. So first part of the rundown that you put in, which uh, this is news to me, so <laughs> take it yeah. away. But Mets yeah. players called Justin Verlander a diva. What yeah. on yes. earth is fucking going on? <laughs> so... So, according to the New York Post, an unnamed Mets player told the Post that Verlander had a diva attitude and that he was detached from his teammates. Um, I also heard that uh, he uh, had issues with the uh, analytics team, uh, that the analytics team wasn't quite up to snuff as to what he had in Houston, and he also had issues with uh, with that as well. So, that kind of kind of rubbed the uh, the team the wrong way. Whoa. Um, yeah, <laughs> which is uh, you know, uh, you know, I guess him and him and Scherzer didn't quite get along like they uh, you know, you know, like they were in were were in Detroit. I read um, that. Yeah, uh, you know, Max Scherzer uh was you know heard as saying uh, he wasn't always pleased about Verlander's attitude, um, with the team and you know getting along with with teammates. So, yeah. Which is, you know, maybe things changed after, you know, because they were the best of buds when they were in Detroit. Yeah. You know, and then they get back together in New York and, you know, time has passed, a few, eight, nine years have passed. So, well, it's mean, like he changed a little bit. I mean, when you went to Cy Young's and two World Series championships, uh, it can change you a little bit, right? Yeah. Well, and same thing with Scherzer, right? I yeah. mean, Scherzer yep. really never, I mean, he was the Max Scherzer we know in Detroit, but he really took off and became Hall of Fame pitcher Max Scherzer right. when After he went he with left. the Nationals. Yep, yep, yeah. I mean, he he won his one Cy Young with the Tigers, but yeah, he really became Mad Max when he uh, went to Washington, got the World Series, and won a few more Cy Youngs. And you know, did he pitch a? Did he pitch a? Did he, did he get a no hitter? I can't remember. If he did uh, yeah, I believe. I mean, yeah. if I look real quick. I'm pretty sure he did because. I mean, uh, looking at it, it looks like he actually did not. Well, yeah, pitched, no, 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 he did. He did. So, okay. So he pitched new two, uh, two no hitters, one in 2015, two. both Man. in 2015. Man. Okay. Most strikeouts in a nine game inning. I mean, he, he has uh, most immaculate innings pitch. I mean, this is Max Scherzer. I mean, this is going to be a future Hall of Famer. But I think without him leaving the Tigers, I don't think he would have been, uh, right. especially if Verlander stayed. Maybe, and maybe. They had some history we don't know about, but I think yeah. looking at this, it's mostly probably an ego thing. It's like, hey, asshole, I won World <laughs> Series and I've won Cy Young's too. Yeah. And Berlander's like, yeah, man, I did the same and I'm banging Kate Upton. So exactly. Yeah. What's your wife look match. like? <laughs> yeah. So I, it sounds like that whole team, the Mets just had massive amounts of problems. I mean, we talked about that to begin with. I mean, Sure, you can spend a lot of money and put a great, you know, product on paper, mm-hmm. but that doesn't create team chemistry. It doesn't, which doesn't equate then to wins on the field. So right. you know, and th- this is a perfect example of that they pump so much money, ownership pumps so much money into this team that it didn't work though because their egos and their personalities just all didn't mesh together. So 
Yeah, it's a tricky thing, like you just said. I mean, when you have so many, when you have so many personalities, I mean, things are gonna be a little bit different, right? I mean, yep. it's just, it's just the way it is. I mean, there's going to be times where you're gonna have so many ego that it, there's certain players that are gonna take a back seat, certain players yep. that are gonna be pampered. I mean, whatever. But uh, and how over the years the Yankees were able to help with that, I think. It's kind of what how the Patriots in the NFL did it, where you understand the hierarchy when you get there. So you're right. basically just a player. You're not this yep. big star. But I think yep. the Mets haven't really perfected that yet. No. And I think they thought, and I'm sure when you pull back the curtain of San Diego later down the same. road, I think you're going to have the same, same thing. thing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You just know, a bunch of talented people, but they couldn't play as a team. Yeah, man. You that's the, that's exactly the, it. That, and like you and right. I always say, it's just, it's very, uh, it's un- uh, chemistry is underrated. It really chemistry is. Chemistry is really yeah. underrated. Yep. And I think, you know, a lot of times chemistry can outshine talent. If you yep. look at the 2006 Detroit Tiger team, you know, on paper, they're like, who are, who are these guys? But you right. know what? They came, a lot of them came up together, but the right, you know, a couple of veterans in there that mixed with the team chemistry and they all got along uh, great. And guess they what? Did. They did good things. Except yeah. for winning the World Series. Except, <laughs> except for winning the big one. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, yeah, no, that's you exactly know. it, man. That's exactly <laughs> it. So are these diva comments off base? No, I'm, I could probably see it. I'm sure Justin Verlander is a lot different than he used to be for sure. Right, you know? right. So it's going to yeah. be interesting to see how he does with houston but I, I think houston he's already the top dog so exactly he he knows where he is on the hierarchy in houston he knows he's right at the uh the top there with bregman and altuve so yeah. he, he he knows his place there and, yeah uh, i'm sure so. he'll fit fit lock step and barrel back in with them as they make a push for the playoffs yeah absolutely you know yeah. and and in other news uh Wander Franco's a perv. It's <laughs> <laughs> no easy way to segue into that. Yeah, there isn't. No, no. So he's under investigation. He didn't make the trip with the team on the latest road trip. Right. Um, so he's on the restricted list, I believe, right now, as yep. uh, MLB is investigating uh, social media uh, posts and allegations between uh, a couple of minors huh, that say that they, they had a relationship with him. Yeah. One is young as 14, 14. years old, yeah. which is just gross to think about. Yeah, um, oh, it makes me sick. Well, it's just, sick. I hope it's not true. It's hard right. to say. It's probably, I don't know. I, I can't speculate if it's going to be true or not. Now, right. you know, he's 22. Yeah. But so still. that's maybe, what, seven years? And then so seven, they ter- if they turn 18, seven years isn't that big of a deal. But for right now, no, they're still just right children. Now it's, uh-huh. Exactly. So I just, yeah, I don't understand. I mean, there was there was a guy... I got busted with the Pittsburgh member pirates a couple years yeah. ago who did the kitty porn thing. And yep. I think he was dating young people and I just, I don't see the appeal in it. I don't understand Ugh. wonder Franco's you're, you're a star in the league yep. or a blossoming star. I wouldn't yep. consider him a star yet, but, and you're on a team that could potentially win the world Literally. series like yep. now. So this is just uncouth. It's on, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's not right. Uh, so, uh, Okay, taking into the fact that Sugar Shane, the uh, Shane McClanahan, is gone yep. for the season and getting Tommy John surgery. Right. Adding to the is, list of multiple Tommy John surgeries now on the race staff. Yeah. Horrible. And he's yep. going to be missing 2024. So they got to figure out that pitching staff next year. And now Wonder Franco, which if this comes to light, if this actually is true and he, they're going to, he's suspended and he's that's suspended. against the law in the United States. So he's going to be looking at criminal time. So you could I mean, almost could say right that. Right up here with the Trevor Bauer, you know, d- different circumstances, but it could, you know, right. black eye on his career going forward. I think. Well, when they're that young, where they call that uh-huh. statutory rate, uh huh, yeah, especially if you had a relationship with them. So, yep. Oh, Steve, man. So we're looking at some troubled Rays. Uh, mm-hmm. Two of their biggest stars are down, presumably out for a while. What do you think this happened? What do you think happens to this Rays team? Who takes the reins of this team and oh. puts it on their back? I mean, I, I'd, I'd, I'd have to say it'd be a Rosarena, right? Yeah. I think he, he should be the one that, you know, takes the reins and, you know, takes the superstar status or the identity of this team. But I don't know, man. I mean, this team was spiraling out of control before. I mean, they had the hot start. Now they're three games out of first. Baltimore's not slowing down anytime soon. 
Right. And you got the uh, the uh, Blue Jays are nipping on your heels. They're seven and a half back, but only four games, four and a half back of Tampa Bay of overtaking them. So I could see this thing. You know, I could see their their team season spiraling out of control and uh, and even missing the mark on the wild card at this point. So yeah, yeah, I, mean, I can too. You're, you're losing. You've lost a a big bat for the foreseeable future. You've lost multiple arms to your rotation. I mean, your silver lining is at least you traded for Aaron Savali, so you haven't completely lost your rotation. But you know, you're trying to scrap that together and and having you know a dark cloud over your organization like this, it could you know af- affect the play too. Yeah, uh, and it goes back to it could affect the, the chemistry and what and what the product on the field is too. So it's not good, man. It's not good at all. No, it's it's pretty sad actually to tell yeah. the truth, and yep. and it's a team that's massively sinking like the Titanic, yep. and now mm-hmm. well, it's Baltimore's to lose. I mean, at this yep. point, oh, definitely. So, uh, it's just it's really sad. It's really yeah, sad it really what's is. going on. So I mean, that's yeah. I, I hope these charges against Franco Are aren't true, true but yep. for something this specific, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I don't know, man. Especially if the kids are coming. That's what they are. They're kids. If they're coming out and yeah, saying this, oh, yep. mm-hmm. Jesus! I mean, you're. I think your career might be. And this is almost worse than Trevor Bauer. Definitely. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know what you consider worse or not, but I mean, God, what do you say? Pick the lesser of two evils, right? Because right, right. The Trevor Bauer one is still in the court of law, or yep. happening in court, where it's either you did hook up with these kids or you didn't and yep. the fact that you're yep. talking with them even if it's provocative mm-hmm. you're done bro you're fucking yep. done. Uh, done use your fucking head i don't know yep. so <sighs> it's sad to see the uh, it's sad to see the the rays kind of go down like this and you're mm-hmm. right a rosarena would be a good choice to take the reins they're gonna yep. have a depleted pitching staff and mm-hmm. uh the savali move and in, in the trade deadline seemed to be perfect because yeah good it's going to be you heading that staff the way it's looking yep. so yep i don't know man yeah. i just yeah i Pretty it's good. we'll have more updates i'm sure as this kind of goes along right now but right now it's yeah. just looking as like the rays are ready to collapse yeah oh yeah yeah i i agree i agree yeah. uh from there we move on so mlb uh post draft now has released uh their top prospects again huh? so we they have, did uh, another list of uh prospects uh revealed here that's, yeah, uh, it's super exciting. And yeah, and a lot of these guys are pretty young. I mean, you look yeah. at them uh, heading the list. Uh, I, I there's a there's a few I really do like. I mean, there's right. a really do. I'm not high on Jackson Holiday right now, but I think he is going yeah. to be good. Mm-hmm. I I'm I fear that they're just going to rush him too much. Right, but, I agree. But he's like clobbering his way to the pros. I mean, he's really has shown that he deserves to be the number one pick from yeah. last year. And he's a hell of a hitter, but I like Paul Skeens. He's Paul all the Skeens, way up. number yeah. three, number first three. pick in the draft. Or, you know, you know, just puts him, propels himself right to number three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For, I mean, the draft to yeah, and and then right behind him is Dylan Cruz, which yep. two LSU guys back to back. I mean, it's Man. really nice. And no, those guys I can see debuting in twenty four, just because they're past. They'll be twenty two by next year as well. So I can see them actually making it especially on those teams who need to mm-hmm. some kind of injection of talent so yeah uh yep. and oh, there, yeah, yeah there's definitely. yeah there's a couple i like uh ethan solace you and i have talked about him yep. gonna be a stud catcher of the future yep right now he's an advanced a so he's in gonna be in, what in the 2026 probably coming up they say like, yeah he's yeah. wow 17 years old man years, <laughs> yeah. that's unbelievable 17 years old and you can say to uh your your teenage friends there that you're a top five prospect in all baseball. Yeah, and he was with them in spring training, which is even phenomenal. Yeah, so that's that crazy. Shows you <laughs> how highly they think of him, which is uh-huh. really cool. Uh, is there anybody else that you see that you really like? Um, our boy Max Clark. He's I was going to say our our boy. It's good to see uh, Max Clark uh, propel himself to number fifteen on the list. I guess mm-hmm. uh, in his instructional rookie ball here, he's uh, uh, basically hitting the cover off the ball. Yeah, he's unstoppable. Right now he's hit, had a, a torrid start to uh, his career. I think three home runs or something. Uh, uh, multiple, you know, and it's it's good. The homers are good, but he's getting the extra base hits too. He's getting the doubles. He's getting the triples, uh, driving in runs. So that, that's a good. I, I like to see that. Um, you know, it's like you said. You know, 
Jackson Holiday, I'm, I'm not surprised. You know, he's he's number one, but Baltimore just keeps churning out these these prospects here, man. And uh, I, I, I like you said, I, I am concerned with them uh, pushing him too too soon yeah. uh, because you know they you know they're they're so close to hitting that mountaintop there. Why not bring up one, you know, bring up one more here just to solidify ourselves. So a little, a little nervous about that, but you know, you hit on it, skis and crews. It's dope to see two uh two teammates back to back on the top uh you know top top prospect list there. But you know, yeah, I, I'm I'm very very pleased. Uh I'd like to see, you know, some some of the other ones like uh Marcella Mayer. Nice to see him get up, you know, get yeah. up crack the top ten again. But uh you got to do what you got to do. It's a good draft class coming in. You can see a lot of from this this year's uh, draft getting uh, uh, infused into the top ten. So. Yeah, ain't that the truth, man? I mean, yeah. uh, predominantly so, and and it's dropping people who are either ready to make their yep. their major league debuts or people yep. that uh, have are like Sal Freelick, right? Sal Freelick yeah. is, I think, in my opinion, I'd throw him at the top of this list. I think he's. He's one of the best good, prospects yeah. in all of baseball, yep. but he's already in the major league baseball. And I think they're going to keep him up for the long haul. So I don't right. see him really coming back. So I'm sure that's why they dropped him down in the prospect standings. Right. Just yep. a kind of like a precursor that, Hey, we're, you're probably going to be out of here soon. Yeah. You're going to be here. off the list here. Yeah. Right. But it's nice seeing Max Clark in the top 15 again. It's, you yeah, know, it's some, yeah, it's good to see some tigers actually in the, uh, the you know, top 30. Yeah. You know, for a while. Yeah wasn't looking that way we got colt keith is up to 26 so which is isn't a surprise we're talking about a guy that was what once a what fifth seventh round pick yeah got their seventh round pick and then he ended up just showing how dominant he could be i mean this guy will probably be called up next year yeah at the age of 23 which is kind of what you want to see you want to see you want to see these guys develop really good so i think that looks really good on us for sure um yeah, there's a couple of them. Tamar Johnson, he's slowly moving up. You got Logan O'Hop, who yeah, he's battling that injury. So yeah, we got to see him a little bit at the beginning of this year. See what he, yeah. he can do before the uh, the injury bug hit him. Absolutely, absolutely. And yeah. uh, I'm I'm excited to see this. I mean, Nationals should be excited. They got a few in the top in the top yeah. fifty. Brady House is yep. is slowly making his way back up into the top forty. It's just they they have a lot of good prospects coming up pretty soon and i'm excited to see like pete crow armstrong with the cubs i think he's going to be a gem yeah i've seen him a few times uh in the midwest league with south bend i watch yeah. him when they play the white caps the guys he's legit and i like like watching him play yeah yeah he's you know? he's really good i mean he he's kind of he kind of has all the tool sets really so boy i mean you see names that poke in here i should say teams uh san uh san diego i mean they're heavily peppered through the top 100 you have the Nationals, who I think are one of the most peppered. But, you know, those teams, you usually see this every few years, and it's usually with teams that missed kind of their window to win, and they're just yep. trading their pieces off. So what the surprises do, me is uh, n- near the bottom of the list and how much he's fallen is Jason Dominguez. Remember Jason Dominguez a- used to be uh, hot, the hot, hot stuff here. Now he's number 79. Like in Yankee prospects in general, you don't see – I mean, they have a few in the uh, near the bottom of the top 100. Right. That says something about about their franchise of what what their prospects are doing because the the major league product on the field sucks ass right now. And uh, you know, you think, all right, well, at least I can rely on my minor league system. No, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And I actually don't mind the Yankees system. I think they with Trey Sweeney, Jason Dominguez, and Spencer Jones. But you're right; it's where i mean jason dominguez was a top 20 guy i believe at one time at least a top 30 guy yeah. and now he's dropped all the way to like 79 on mlb.com and yeah and his tools are there but i know he's had a, a kind of a rough start because they moved him up to double a and he's mm-hmm. just not murdering the ball like they thought yeah. but i think their best prospect personally is spencer jones i think that's a guy that we're going to be yeah. hearing a lot about in the future but he's only 22 he's in advanced day and at this point i think in the next two years he should they're, he'll probably make the jump to the bigs, right? So. Yeah, so sure. yeah. so, but it's kind of cool. Yeah, it. I mean, this is this new prospect list that got released. Jackson Holiday's the the headliner right now. Yep. Um, his, they show his ETA at twenty twenty four, which so you're saying at twenty years old. I mean, he, yeah, I, I, I got it's happened. I mean, yep. right? Uh, Juan yeah. Soto he made his debut at a nineteen twenty. Manny Machado, I think, did his at twenty. Yeah. 
I mean, Stra- wasn't Steven Strasburg? He was a youngster too, right? Yeah, Strasburg was a youngster too. Bryce yeah. Harper. Bryce, Bryce Harper, Harper did it before, yeah. you know? So yep. it's not out of the realm of possibilities. It's just Jackson Holiday looks so young. He has like that yeah. baby face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I agree. I so, agree. And, and he also has a brother. I forgot his brother's name, but he's coming up too. He'll be in the draft in 2025. Okay. And he's looking at being a top pick too. So Matt Holiday's yeah. boys are really catching. Yeah, they are. They're catching ch- in. Yeah. yeah. Cash those checks, Matt Holiday. <laughs> Matt Holiday's like, what do you do for what's your retirement plan? Oh, to get my boys to the major leagues. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, Prince Fielder, his boys are the same way. They're going to be up in the next couple of years. And Seriously. They can absolutely mash the ball. So good on them. Good on the, the bloodline wow. staying in the MLB for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. For sure. Uh, this yeah. week, everybody, we're, we're finally here, Steve. This is one of the it's most time. fun times of our year. We do our Field of Dreams draft. We Love it's it. a sim it's a simulated event basically. Me and Steve we we flip for who go uh, who's home who's away. Uh, yep. We flip for the first pick in the draft, and then it's yep. kind of a snake draft. We just kind of go back and forth. So we do this online random picker for the decade. So from 1900s all the way to the 2020s. Like last year, he rolled and he got, or we do this random picker, and he ended up getting the 1960s. So he has to draft out of the 1960s class, and then I rolled. I got the 1930s or. 40s 30s so i had a role from the 1930s class so of course it's like babe ruth and yeah. the young joe dimaggio but we got to pick the best year we have to try to find the best years of that player right so yep. if joe dimaggio had a decent year in 30 <clears throat> 36 but his best year was in 39 well then i'm going right. to take the 39 joe dimaggio yep yep so we're, we draft a 25 man roster and then we'll do another random picker about the stadium we're going to play in which is pretty dope. I mean, it's all the old time stadiums, man. We got the polo grounds. We got all of them. I mean, the old where the Montreal Expos used to play. I mean, they're all in there. Some Negro League stadiums as well. Speaking of, I'm going to throw a little uh, trivia nugget at you uh, right now. Um, Speaking of the Expos, who is the only active player in baseball right now to have played the Montreal Expos? Only active player right now to play the Montreal Expos. Yeah, played against the Expos. Played against the Expos? Yeah, oh yep, shit. Yep. Probably Miguel Cabrera. That's that's it. Yep. Maybe yeah. he's the only active player to uh played against the Montreal Expos in baseball right now. It would have made sense because at the time he probably did it Florida. with the Florida Marlins. Yep. And uh they were a national league team, the Expos were yep. before they came the Washington Nationals. So Right. Yeah. So Miggy's it. This is it. So when wow. he retires, this will be the last uh of uh there will be no one else in baseball that played the Montreal Expos. That's really cool. Kind of sad. Yeah, a little bit. So the the draft that we're doing, this is brought to you by What If Sports. Unfortunately, they're not a sponsor yet. Um, <laughs> I, we should really get on that because uh, we do this every, yeah. <laughs> every, every year. But at the same time, uh, another little bit of rules that we have um, just to kind of break everybody in. It's a 25-man roster, three starting or relief or, or relief pitchers. Rest of the pitching staff is filled by, up by the winner of the World Series of the year of choice within that decade that was randomly picked. Mm-hmm. Um, you have four utility players on each team. The rest of the utility utility players are filled up by the winner of that World Series year of the choice of the decade that you have. And again, it's um, you can't have the same decade for two years after two years. getting them. So yeah. you had them last year, so you won't be able to get them again until 2025. <laughs> you had the 60s and I had yeah. the 30s, so we can't yep. each get those. I could get the 60s, but you can't get the, the 60s until 2025. Right. Same thing for right. the 30s. So that will be it. Now, last year, Steve ended up winning. I forgot the final score of that game. But essentially, we get our rosters, everybody. We put them into this uh, what if sports simulator where it plays like an actual game and it busts out the, the remaining score of who was going to win that game. So last yeah. year, Steve won. Beat me by like two or three. I yeah, think. it was close. It was close. But I mean, Steve had the 1960s. So obviously he had a roster with like. Mano, Maris, Mickey, or uh, Willie Mays. He had Hank Hank, 63 Hank Aaron on his team. 65 Pete Rose, I believe. Yeah. Um, His catcher was Bill Freehand, 68 version of Bill Freehand. He took Yogi Bear in the outfield of 61, which was interesting. Yeah, Uh, yeah, Clemente. I mean, your pitching staff was killer. 68 McLean, 68 Bob Gibson, which are arguably the best pitchers in the 60s at those those times. Koufax, what have you. I had like Babe Ruth, Joe DiMaggio. Things like that. I think I had. Um, I can't remember them all, but yeah, it was it was really yeah, fun. Gehrig, yeah, uh, Hank Greenberg, Hank Greenberg, yeah, yeah, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Fox, yeah, Mickey Cochran, Mickey Cochran, no, Mickey Cochran. 
So, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, yeah, solid Dizzy Dean. Oh, Dizzy Dean. Yep. Yep. So that was, it's fun. We do this every year uh, in kind of in tribute to to honor the Field of Dreams game that they play every year. Unfortunately, they're not playing one this year. Right. But uh, they will <laughs> next year. And I think they're playing it in the oldest stadium, which is down in Alabama, I believe. It's yeah. an old Negro League baseball field. So, yeah. uh, but we're going to continue this tradition every year by pit. It's our Field of Dreams game, we call it. So uh, that's kind of what we do. So, it's okay. So the first thing we're going to do is we'll figure out who's home or away. Okay. Steve, heads or tails? Since yeah. you got it, uh, you won it last year, you get to change. Uh, give me tails. Tails okay. never put... fails, right? Tails. Yeah, never fails. Told you. Uh, okay. So do you want to you want to be home or do you want to be away? Uh, I'd like to be out of the uh, the home team so I can bass that. Well, since you got tails, you'll uh, be the first pick uh, in this draft. Okay. As well. And now the online picker. Okay. 90s. 90s. I get the old 90s. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. I see you. I see you. Steve got the 90s. All right. 1990s. Uh, Good can... ball players in there, man. Hey, so it's another going. victory right now. I do too. You got some killer pitchers in that decade. Yeah. yeah. I also all got right. my favorite player of all time. The 80s. The 80s. All right. 80s versus the 90s. All right. Good, man. It's going to be good. All right. I see you. All right. All right. Here we go. All right. So Steve will be picking in the 1990s. I will be picking in the 1980s. Again, we draft 25 men rosters. So, Steve, the 1990s, you are the first pick in the draft. All right. So, for the first pick, I'm taking a trip out to the outfield. I'm going to go with center field. I go with my favorite baseball player of all time. It's going to be Ken Griffey Jr. Ooh. Not just Ken Griffey Jr. 1997 Ken Griffey Jr. MVP that year. 56 home runs, 147 RBIs, 304 batting average. He was badass. Jesus. So Ken Griffey Jr. Yep. Goes now, and like we say this every fucking year, when you pick somebody. Like, for instance, say Ken Griffey started in 1989. Well, I wouldn't yeah. want to pick Ken Griffey in 89 because he uh-uh. wasn't he didn't show any good stats at that year. So no, I, no. 16 home runs and 61 RBIs and a 264 average. Boom. Yeah. Fucking boom. Yeah, exactly. I had that Ken Griffey Jr. on MLB the show. He's not that good. All right. Yeah. <laughs> My player right. off the bat, of course, is going to be no other than starting pitcher Nolan Ryan. But Ooh, okay, well, <clears throat> 1981, Nolan Ryan had an 11-5 record, 1.69 ERA, which is the best of his career. So I'd be stupid not to take him here. Uh, 140 strikeouts. Yeah, I'm going with. Does it seem like he played a lot in '81? If he was only 11 and five, mm-hmm. I want the strikeouts. A lot of no decisions. Though. Yeah, I'm gonna choose a 1982 Houston Astros. That might mm-hmm. might fuck me over. And he never won an, uh, a Cy Young either. I believe. Isn't so. that the funny thing? That is never won a Cy Young. All right, Steve. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go. What are we doing? I'm taking a trip to first base. I'm gonna go with my man from the Nugenics Total T, uh, Frank Thomas. I'm going to go with uh, 1990s. I'm sticking with 97. That's a hell of a year. 1997, Frank Thomas. Now, I like the average, a solid 347 average. So I know he's going to get on base. 125 RBIs and 35 home runs. So it could be 1997, Frank. 1997. Damn. Yeah. Good fucking decade. Frank Thomas, 1997, 35 home runs. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, dude. Okay. Oh, he fucked. With like <coughs> his cleats on, for oh, sure. totally, and holding a bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. Yes. <laughs> for the '80s, for me, you know, I think, I think I'm going to stay on the uh, the pitching wagon here. Okay. Just to build up my pitching staff. Not sure if it matters or not, but um, even though I think mm-hmm. Nolan Ryan will start for me, but I'm going to go with the Rocket, Roger Clemens. Ooh, good choice. I like that. 86 might be it, man. Yeah. Okay. 24 and 4 record. Okay. 200. Oh, no. Yeah. 
God, he had a good year in fucking 88. The 88 Red Sox, he fucking killed it too. 87. Cy Young, 86. Yeah, I'm going with this first Cy Young. Going with the yeah. 1986, even though oh, we lost geez. to the Mets, the Miracle yeah. Mets. Yeah. Or those Mets. The cocaine Mets. The cocaine Mets. <laughs> so Roger Clemens is my second pick. Steve, okay. who's your third pick? All right, third pick for me, I'm going to go start my pitching staff, and I'm going to go with uh, Randy Johnson. 1995 Randy Johnson. 18-2, and 2.48 ERA, two and over 200 innings pitched in a Cy Young for him. So, 1995 Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson, 1995. That's what the Seattle Mariners. Wow. 18-2, and two, come on. Yeah, yeah. Damn, you guys, that's pretty good. That's your starter right there, baby. Yeah, yeah. Got to go with it. Got to go with it. He fucked it. He oh, fucked he hard. fucked hard. Um, <laughs> I love this guy in the 80s. He's actually one of my favorite players in the 80s, and I'm not going to insult him by drafting him <laughs> any. I mean, there's going to be other guys who are probably more deserving, but in the 80s, uh-huh. this guy was Donnie Baseball. This is Don Mattingly. Oh, mustache man himself, huh? Yeah, he's going to be my Not's first himself. baseman. Okay. Okay. Oh, I got Eddie Murray too. Hold on. <laughs> oh, hold on. <laughs> I mean, do I want Eddie Murray or do I want Don Mattingly? Do we? Do we? Uh, I was gonna say, do we have the DH? I could have. No, we don't. No DH. No yeah. DH. Oh God. Donnie Baseball was good. Yeah, but he, Don Don Mattingly was killer in the eighties. I mean, yeah, he was like the fucking man in the eighties. I'm just looking I mean, at Eddie. The Murray averages. Stats. You can get you on base. Fuck it. I'm going Don Mattingly because I fucking yeah. love Don Mattingly. Yo. I had, yeah, I already told my Don Mattingly stories on here where he was the first bat with his little signature on it. So. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. So, Mattingly, the thing is, what version of Don do I want? So What version of Don are you thinking, Mike? 1986, another great year for him. I need a lot of ribbies, though, because something tells me I'm going to have to score a lot of runs against you. So, I'm going with the 1985... Oh, with uh, that solid average and 145 RBIs, huh? Yeah, he kind of... That's a smart idea. Yeah, I mean, let's see. His MVP was an 85, too. I'm going with yep. 1985 Don Mattingly as my first okay. baseman. Solid. Solid. I'm going to stick with pitching next. And I think this guy was solid. I'm going to go with the professor. I'm going to go with Greg Maddox. We're gonna go with 1995 Greg Maddox. Cy Young that year, 19 and two record with a 1.63 ERA. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> what? What was that? Did you say? 93? 95. 95. That's a World Series. Wow. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Holy, yeah. that's a good pick. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Greg. Greg went to town that year. Right. Oh fuck yeah! He went to town. <laughs> so yeah, welcome to the team. 1995 Greg Maddox. My next one. Where are we going? You know, I, I'm really loving Tony Gwynn, but I'm just not sure he was the, the okay. hell. Uh, I mean, he was good in the late 80s. Yeah. I, I really i am trying to do more strategy against you this year instead of just picking okay. the best player available just because. Right, right. I see I you. I see you. Beat my ass last year <laughs> from 84 to 87. He had a really good stretch. I think I'm going to take Tony Gwynn. Okay. Okay. For right now. Tony Gwynn, 87, hit 370. I don't like his ribbies, though. Boy, he really, man, you could even do Tony Gwynn in the 90s. Oh, I could. Jesus I could. Christ, look at his 97, 372, <laughs> his 17 homers, 119 RBIs. Let's hey, go. hey, you're stealing my draft strategy. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, boy, I don't like his ribbies, though. I honestly, yeah. Steve, I don't like his ribbies. I mean, I love his the average. Pick? Changing the pick. I have to. Yeah. I hate his ribbies. He doesn't have more than a hundred whole, whole ribbies in the year. I, you know, ninety-seven would be great, but I'm yeah. doing the eighties. Yeah. Spoiler so, alert: you might be seeing him on the nineties team coming up. I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> I'd like to rescind this pick. Okay, and I'm going to go with Mike Schmidt. Michael Jack Schmidt, huh? Okay, oh, Mike Schmidt, 119 RBIs in 1986, but only hit 290. I need average. God damn. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going Mike Schmidt, 1981. 
Solid choice. Solid choice. Steve, who do you got for your next pick? Uh, I'm going to go to behind the plate. I'm going to go with uh, Mike Piazza. Oh, my God. I'm jealous. And um, this is going to be 19. I love 97. This must have been a great year. 1997, Mike Piazza. He hit 362, 40 home runs, and 124 RBIs. Holy fuck. Yeah, Yeah. I used to love as a child. As I, I was a child, I caught throughout my baseball yep. career and he was like one of my all-time favorites yeah um this is when he played for the dodgers too right yeah yep yep 1997 mike piazza god your team's looking fucking awesome right now it's getting there it's 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 coming into shape nicely where are we looking well, next mike well i think i'm going to do the other professor okay professor behind professor the plate Pro- okay i'm going gary carter man Get it. Gary Get Carter. It. I like catch that. a good game. Of course, it's probably going to have to be with the Expos. Well, maybe the Mets, too. Let's see. Uh-huh. I'm, I need I need RBIs, though. Yep. 294. Yep, I'm going to go 1984 Montreal Expos, Gary Carter. Not going to okay. do the 85 Mets. Boy, but he hit 32 home runs that year. Ooh, 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 ooh Steve. Fuck Stop it. Me. I'm going 1985 New York Mets, Gary Carter. Solid choice. Yeah, 32 Solid home runs. choice. Yep, 32 home runs, 100 RBIs. Let's go. Love it. I love it. Okay, so next for me, I'm going to go to second base. I'm going to go uh, uh, for, for the Chicago Cubs. I'm going to go Ryan Sandberg. 1990 Ryan Sandberg. Uh, he had 116 runs scored, 40 home runs, 100 RBIs, and hit 306. 1994 or? 1990. 1990. Yep. Good pick. Yep. God, 40 home runs? Yeah. Was, was, was he on roids? Yeah, I totally. Yeah. I mean, he, he barely got out of the 20s or teens for the most part. So a guy must have been roiding it up that year, I'm guessing. Yeah, no shit. I mean, he hit in 89, he hit 30, and then it yeah. was like nothing. Bloop, bloop. Yeah. Or 30, 40, and then 40, he just lost his power. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going with Royd Year Sandberg. <laughs> Royd Year Sandberg. I'm going with my utility guy now. Okay. A guy I wanted to draft earlier. I'm going to go with Wade Boggs. You go with Wade Boggs, huh? Good old Boggsy. He might be in my starting lineup when it's all said and done, but I got to go yeah. with 1987. Okay. Wade Boggs, 24 home runs, 89 ribbies, uh, 363 average, which you just don't see that in today's game. Uh-uh. So welcome to my dream team, Wade Boggs. All right. So I'm going to go to third base next. And I'm oh. going to go with. Uh, I know. You're oh, going with. Yeah, you, you, you do, don't you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. I'm going to go with Chipper Jones. Hell yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm going to go with 1999 Chipper Jones. Ooh. 319 batting average, 45 home runs, 110 RBIs, and an MVP. God, he was good in 90. He was good in 97 also. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, he did pretty well in the early 2000s. He did? Yeah, 90, kinda... You're going with 99 Chipper 99 Jones. 99 Chipper Jones, his MVP year. You know what, man? I'm going to go to the outfield. Going to the outfield. Okay. And I'm going to take Ricky Henderson. Ooh, solid choice. I need some I like stolen that. bases. I think in my matchup versus you, I think he's going to steal. Okay. We need our leadoff guy, which that's what I'll put him in. He had a hell of a year in 1990, so you could take him in 1990 almost. I sure can. But in the 80s, his best, let's well, 100, 130 stolen bases in 1982. I mean, okay. holy shit. I might want to do that just for the stolen base factor. Yeah, I get that. Get those. Yeah, because that that's what got me good. I got that guy from the uh, the Dodgers. I can't remember what the guy's name is. Remember, stole who had a bunch of stolen bases, it was like Maury Wills or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, that might be it because he, although he did have 135 hits in '81, but he only had 56 stolen bases. I need a guy who can steal against you. Okay, so I'm going 1982. His highest stolen base marked to date. 1982, Oakland A's, Ricky Henderson, 130 stolen bases. Welcome. 
I'm going to like, continue the infield. I'm going shortstop. All right. Solid. You know where I'm going? Derek Jeter, right? No. A-Rod? No. I, I looked up A-Rod. He was on my, my radar, but not as good as this season right here. I'm going to go with Cal Ripken Jr. Oh! 1991 Cal Ripken Jr. 34 home runs, 114 RBIs, and a 323 average. Jesus. 1991. So you checked Derek Jeter and A Rod. Hey, they probably weren't as good in the in the not not as A Rod had a solid year in uh, 95 or 96 or something like that. But I kind of felt a little too much Seattle Mariner heavy, so I decided to uh, to to go with Ripken instead. That's a good choice. Yeah, Ripken was solid. Yep. Wow. So welcome. I'm going to piggyback off Steve and go my shortstop in the 1980s. Okay. Now, we might be seeing a Ripken here, Ooh, potentially, okay. or it could be our boy Alan Trammell. Oh, yep. He won MVP in 83. That is okay. Cal Ripken, okay. 318 average. Oh, boy. 314, 319. I'll probably take Ripken later, but I think right now I'm going to choose my boy Alan Trammell. Solid. I'm going to go with obviously his. He should have won the MVP that year. His 1987 right. bid, 343 average, 28 home runs, 105 ribbies. Yep. Wow, he made seven million that year. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to shock some people. I'm going to the bullpen, Mike. All right. Ooh, what? Yeah, a little high, little high right now for this, but this bullpen year is so amazing. I have to go with it. We go with Trevor Hoffman. Wow. We go with 1998 Trevor Hoffman. Saved 53 games that season with a 1.48 ERA. Jesus. 1998? 1998. Yep. 1998 Trevor Hoffman. That's a good pick. I'm going to go utility, my first utility. Okay. I'm going to choose Eddie Murray. Okay. Here comes Eddie. I'm going to check his 1983 season. Okay. Okay. Switch hitter two, 306, 33 home runs and 11 RBIs. Welcome to the team. And that's when he played for the Orioles. Let me go back to the outfield. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to go with this guy. Had a solid year in 1993. Uh, Barry Bonds. Have you heard of that guy before? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Um, 336 average, 46 home runs, 123 RBIs. Pretty solid year that year. So I'm going to go with the 1993 Barry Bonds. Now, did he, now he was with the Giants at that time. It was his first year with the Giants. Yep. 1993 Barry Bonds. And I doubt he did roids at that time. I think this was pre-roids. Yes. (laughs) P.S. Barry Bonds in the same outfield. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. That's that's pretty good, right? Yeah, that's not just pretty good. It's amazing. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with a pitcher. This one, okay. Um, I'm going to go with Steve Carlton. Steve Carlton. A I mean, you got to like Carlton. Yep. 1980, 24 and 9, 2.34 ERA. I need the wins at this point, big time. I'm going to go 1980, Steve Carlton, when he was with the Philadelphia Phillies. I'm going to round out my my outfield here by going with uh, another quality player. Juan Gonzalez. Hey. 1998 Juan Gonzalez had a 318 average, 45 home runs, and 157 RBIs. Well, I got to add on to my outfield, man. So okay. I already got okay. Ricky Henderson. It won't be as good as my Hank Greenberg, Joe DiMaggio, Babe Ruth kind of outfield. It's killer. Yeah. I think I'm going to take 1983 Dale Murphy, uh, 302 302 average, 36 dingers, and 121 RBIs. Welcome to my starting outfield, Dale Murphy. We go go utility now, all right? Okay. Don't don't get too shocked here. I'm going to go with Sammy Sosa. Wow. 1998, Sammy Sosa. 1998? Yep. 66 home runs, 158 RBIs, 308 average, MVP, 134 runs scored. Yeah. Solid year. 
that was definitely a solid year. Damn, you're going to be in the Mark McGuire stretch, too. Might so. be going for that for my other YouTube. <laughs> you got 98, Juan Gonzalez, 97, Ken Griffey, and 93, Barry Bonds, and 98. So, damn. I mean, yeah. your power numbers are ungodly amazing. I do what I can. But if I'm not hitting the long ball, this could be a long day for me. I'm going to go with one of my utility guys. I got to get him now just out of respect in general. Um, okay. It's definitely going to be Cal Ripken. Solid. And I'm sure Robin Young won't be too far behind. But Cal Ripken, his 84 season was pretty good. His 83 season was amazing. I'm going to go 1983 Cal Ripken for the Baltimore Orioles. The year I was born. I'm also going to take a trip back to 1998. And I'm going to draft my another utility here for me. Uh, Sky was solid. Didn't quite win the MVP that year, but still had a solid effort. I'm going to go with 1998 Mark McGuire. Let's go. Is utility? 70? Yeah, for utility. 70 home runs, 147 RBIs. So 162 walks so he could get on base. 1998, you said? Yes, yes, yes. Wow, 147 ribbies. Yeah. That almost ties the record. I think Hack Wilson had 150. Woo! There Damn, he is. I'm loving your fucking lineup so far. You know what? I aim to please. Okay, we're going to dip back into our starting pitchers. Okay. Of course, and I'm going to go with a man that got honored by the Dodgers recently. Uh, Ooh, Fernan- Fernando yeah, Venezuela. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Fuck it. 1981, Ooh. Fernando, Velenzo- Fernando yeah. Valenzuela. That's where Fernando broke on his scene. So 1981, man. Fernando. All right. I am going to go starting pitching next to. I'm going to go with the guy that you had on your 80s team. But he's going to be on my 90s team. And that's Roger Clemens. Good pick. It's going to be 1997 Roger Clemens. Stay Young that year, 21 and 7 record at 2.05 ERA and 292 strikeouts. Career high. Jesus. And he was with the Toronto Blue Jays that year. He was. Boston thought that he was washed up. He started taking the roids and then uh, (laughs) came back on the scene. But he said, wait, there's more. There's more of me to go around. (laughs) We'll go a couple different ways here, but I'm going to. Can't hold this guy back anymore. I'm going to go George Brett with my utility. George Brett. Okay. Yep. You can't hold his hemorrhoids back much. You can't can't do that at all. 1980 looks pretty good. Bet 390, 24 home runs and 118 RBIs. Yeah, definitely. He's hitting almost 400. Yeah. I'm going 1980, George Brett. Yeah. So you need, actually, you need two more pitchers and you need two more utilities. And then the rest is filled up by the The World Series team. That's correct. Yep. Okay. I'm going to go pitching, and I am going to go. I'm going to go uh, a great pitcher. We talked about the Expos. This is the time that he's with the Expos. I'm going to go with Pedro Martinez. Ooh. We go 1997. Pedro win loss record was it was pretty good, but uh, 17 and eight record with a 1.90 ERA. What year? Uh, 97. 97. Pedro. Yep. Tempted to go with 99. Uh, Pedro, mm-hmm. but. I want to get, pay a little homage to the Expos. So. No, it makes sense, dude. I totally get that. Wow. Yeah. I know it's only shocked you, Steve, but I haven't oh picked the second baseman yet. Wait, really? I haven't picked the second baseman okay. yet. Okay. Gotta say, there wasn't a lot of good second baseman in the <laughs> 80s. So my pick is going to be 1984 Ryan Sandberg. That was his MVP season. Solid. For the Chicago Cubs. Okay. I'm going to go with one more. I'm going to go relief here. Okay. And how do you spell relief? Well, I'll tell you in 1992, you spell it with the Eckman, Dennis Eckersley. Wow. 1992, Dennis Eckersley was a Cy Young and MVP award winner that year. Seven and one ER, or seven and one record with a 1.91 ERA and 51 saves. Well, I'm going to have to go outfield again. Okay. I'm going to go 1988 Kirby Puckett. Solid year. Solid year. Okay. 234 hits, 109 runs, three, 356 average. Yeah. 
Me? I'm going to go utility, obviously. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I got to get some base stealers on here. If you notice, I have a lot of power on this team, but not much in the way of speed. So I'm going to go with, with Kenny Lofton. Thank you. 1996 Kenny Lofton. Hmm. Swipe 75 bases that year, my man. 97 Kenny Lofton. Welcome to Steve's team. Team, we got one more utility. I'm going to choose Dwight Gooden. Ooh, the doctor, the doc. 24 and 4 in 1985. Yeah, 153, 1.5, uh, 153 average uh, ERA. Yeah. Welcome to my team, Doc Gooden. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, yes, please. May I have another? Yes, please. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Again, I gotta go, I gotta go speed. And I'm gonna go with a guy that you picked for your 80s team, but he's also gonna be on my 90s team. And it's gonna be his MVP or Ricky Henderson, 1990. 28 home runs, 61 RBI. It's a 325 average. He swipes 65 bases. Hey boy. Uh it's getting kind of ugly here. Um it's getting kind of ugly. I'm gonna go Oral Hershiser. Love it. Okay. Uh, 23 and 8, 226, 19 and 3. Oh, uh, yeah. I got to go 1985. Oh, 88, though. God, he played. He was so good at that time. But yeah, no, nah, uh, I got to get you with the ERA somehow if we put him in in this game. So Earl Hershiser. <laughs> All right, Steve. So right. your World Series winners for the rest of your team, what are you picking? Okay. All right. So I'm going to. Going off the uh, 1998 Yankees team, pretty much. Uh, that team was killer. It's 114 and 48. Uh, I guess go with uh, David Wells. 98, uh, 98 David Wells. 98 David Wells. Okay. Oh. Uh, 98 uh, David Cohn. Jesus. Yep. <laughs> Sometimes you're going to murder me. <laughs> Is this, what, you said 98? Uh, yeah, it'd be 98. Didn't he pitch a perfect game that one? Oh my yeah, god! I think so. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm also throwing uh, 98 uh, Mariano Rivera. Oh my god! <laughs> Mariano Rivera, 90. <laughs> what's here? Uh, a 98. All right, buddy. Who do you got for your utility? Uh, let's go utility. Um, on the bench, I should say. On the bench, let's go with uh, uh C- Cecil Fielder. What year was he? Was he 96? I think 96. Cecil Fielder. Let's let's keep with the Yankees. Put Derek, Derek Jeter on there. I mean, he's pretty good, right? We'll go with 98. Uh, yeah, we'll go with 98 Jeter. 98 Jeter, okay. Yeah. Go with Tino Martinez from 98. I'm going to go, well, just right off the bat, Keith Hernandez. Solid. It's 1986, of course. Um, yep. 1986, 310, 13 home runs, 83 ribbies. Not bad. That's solid, yeah. It's a good year. Not bad at all. Uh, I want yeah, 88 he, Kirk Gibson. Yeah, he was MVP that year. Fuck yeah, baby. I want Kirk Gibson. Yep. I already got Trammell on my team, right? Yeah, so I'm going to go Definitely. 84 Cat, Cat. Lou Whitaker. Lou Whitaker, salad. Ooh, you know what? I'm going Dan Petrie. There we go. I'm going to go Dan, uh, Dan Petrie and Jack Morris. Okay. I was going to say, you should, uh, uh, if you're looking uh, for a person to close the door on it, Willie Hernandez won MVP and Cy Young that year. Yeah, I was thinking that too. The 1985 Royals, I mean, already got George Brett, of course. 1985 Brett Saberhagen. He's gonna, who knows if he's going to even play in this game? <laughs> who knows? Maybe he comes in for a mop-up role. The teams have been set, everybody. Man. Steve, go ahead and rattle off who you have for your right. roster. Okay, so let's see here. So at catcher, I got 1997 Mike Piazza. First base, I got... 1997 Frank Thomas. Second base, I got 1990 Ryan Sandberg. Third base, I got 1999 Chipper Jones. Shortstop, I got 1991 Cal Ripken. Outfield, I got 1998 Juan Gonzalez. 1997 King Griffey Jr. 1993 Barry Bonds. And uh, rounding things out here, uh, utilities, I got 1998 Sammy Sosa. 1998 Mark McGuire. Uh, looking at the uh, the bench here, I got 1997, Kenny Lofton. 1990, Ricky Henderson. 1996, Cecil Fielder. 1998, Derek Jeter. 1998, Tino Martinez. Uh, looking at the pitching staff, starting pitcher, uh, 1995, Randy Johnson, as well as 1995, Greg Maddox. 1998, Trevor Hoffman. 
1997, Roger Clemens, 1997, Pedro Martinez, 1992, Dennis Eckersley. And then we start looking here, uh, Benjamin Wise, 1998, David Wells, 1998, David Cohn, 1998, Mariana Rivera. That is a all-star fucking yeah. lineup. <laughs> All right. Well, how about you? What are we looking uh, at? For me, for my final team, for catcher, starting at catcher, 1985, Gary Carter, first base, Donnie Baseball, 1985, uh, second base, Ryan Sandberg in 1984. Uh, third base, 1981, Mike Schmidt. Shortstop, 1987, Alan Trammell. Sorry, Cal Uh Outfield <laughs> Outfielders are 1983, Dale Murphy. 1988, Kirby Puckett. 1982, Ricky Henderson. First base, 1986, Keith Hernandez. Oh, uh, yeah, this is all utility from here. So uh, for, I took Keith Hernandez, 1986, 1983, Cal Ripken. 1987, Wade Boggs. 1980, George Brett. 1988, Kirk Gibson. 1984, Lou Whitaker. And 1983, Eddie Murray with the Baltimore Orioles to round out my utility. Now, starting pitchers or pitchers. Um, 1982, Nolan Ryan. 1986, Roger Clemens. 1980, Steve Carlton. 1981, Fernando Venezuela. 1985, Doc Gooden. 1985, again, Oral Hershiser. Uh, 1984 World Series winner Dan Petrie. 1984 World Series winner Willie Hernandez. 1984 again World Series winner Jack Morris. And 1985 Brett Saberhagen with the World Series winning Royals. It's gonna be a battle. It's gonna be good. So, uh, for for funsies, uh, what what's your who would be your 1980s manager? I'll do Sparky Henderson. Sparky, yeah, Yeah, of course, you gotta go Sparky. Yeah, and I'd go with Joe Torre for my manager. I mean, that makes the most sense. I'll have uh, Randy Johnson be my starting pitcher. Uh, starting pitcher is going to be Randy Johnson with a 2.4 ERA. Okay, let's play the what stadium we are going to be playing in. A lot of stadiums. A lot of stadiums. Olympic oh. Stadium. Olympic Montreal. Sta- Montreal. Hey, a little um, uh, homage to Montreal. Olympic Stadium, 1977 to, well, when they were done. So Yeah. Olympic okay. Stadium, here we go. Uh, I don't want Steve Carlton starting. I want Nolan Ryan starting. You got Randy Johnson. Hopefully everybody gets to bat. Um, Hopefully everyone gets to bat. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Playing game. And S-Man beat the shit out of <laughs> for his second win in a row. Woo! The thirteen to eight. All right, it was a hitting. It, it was a hitting affair. It was definitely a, a lots of bashing. Nolan Ryan went five and two thirds inning. Ouch! Oh God, he got resting. White habit today. Huh? Ten hits, eight runs. Oral Hershiser got knocked around like a ugly stepchild. Junior had a good day. Yeah, King Griffey fucking killed it. And then Sammy Sosa, he, he came did. up the guy, big. The, Sammy Sosa, the guy I tried to pull from my lineup. Yeah, you tried to pull from your lineup. <laughs> well, it seems like everybody got to play, I think, for the most Good. part. Ripken was in there. Frank Thomas oh, yeah. came in. He pinch hit. Ripken got your ribby. God, Ken Griffey was probably your MVP. Yeah. Four ribbies, dude. Two hits. Dipper had a good day. Who homered? Bonds homered, Sosa homered, and Ken Griffey hit two home runs. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> and then for me, uh, Gibson and Carter homered. Okay. Not bad, not bad. Yeah. Well, everybody got the good. play, which is kind of cool. So, yeah. So, Steve wins again. Again. That's 2-0. I mean, he's... Yeah. That's 2-0 for you. Like a I steamroller. Mean... Uh, oh, they steam... even had the player of the game. It was Ken Griffey. Yeah, drove in for See, there we go. Yeah. Steam engine rolling down the tracks. Eckersley came in to pitch with you and David Cohn. Nice. Okay. So, Steve okay. has won this Woo! year. Let's fucking go. Okay. Well, yeah. shit. Let's uh, let's move on. <laughs> All right. You're like any post game talk. No, any, good. let's move. Yeah, on. Steve. What do you want to say about this win? <laughs> it was a good win. It's two in a row. Let's keep this train rolling. Yeah. Right. Steve's dream team, baby. Uh-uh. Yep. Steve's dream team, baby. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Shall we uh, head on over to the Fantasy Factory? Let's do it. All right. Well, uh, got this some year, yeah or this week. Yeah, we got some yeah nas. We got two of them. So this will be yeah. the last of the season because the deadline for fantasy teams is approaching quickly within the next is, seven, couple it? of days. It's so the first, flies. yeah. So the first uh, trade I came across was uh, Bobby Witt, Tyler Glass okay. now for Cedric Mullins. Yeah or not? Nah? I'm going to go yeah on this one. I like it. You get a nice uh, bat, uh, Bobby Witt Jr. I think he's up 
approaching or over 20 home runs. Glass now is starting to get his footing back with the uh, the Rays and uh, trying to get back the way he was. And then you get a quality bat return like uh, Cedric Mullins. So yeah, it's a yeah for me on that. Yeah for Steve. All right. Yeah. Uh, next one is straight up. Zach Gollin, Gollin, who's having a monster year, yeah. or Jose Ramirez, who is the leader of the Cleveland Guardians. Nah, or yeah or nah? I mean, this might be back-to-back uh, times. I'm going to go yeah on this one, too, man. You were nice. pulling some good trades at me. Yeah, it's it's solid. It's, uh, you know, one for one, two players that are doing unbelievable for their teams. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's solid for me. It's a yeah. Two, two yeahs. Okay. Yeah, All yeah. right. Well, um, are you ready for some starter set? Yeah, let's cue the music. All right. Uh, and this week, starter sit. Who are you starting here? Dansby Swanson or Jeremy Pena? Jeremy Pena. Cal Raleigh or Henry Davis, catcher? Cal Raleigh. Anthony Volpe or Mauricio Dubon, shortstop? Dubon. Christian Encarnacion Strand or Tyler O'Neill? Tyler O'Neill. Tyler O'Neill again or Mark Canna? Tyler O'Neill. Jazz Chisholm Jr. or Lane Thomas, outfield? Uh, Chisholm Jr. Chisholm again, or Juan Soto outfield. Juan Soto. Tommy Edmond or Trey Turner. Battle of the battle of the shortstops. <laughs> uh, give me Trey Turner. Tommy Edmond again, or Francisco Lindor. Uh, Lindor. Max Muncy or Jeff McNeil second base. Muncy. Okay. Uh, Corbin Carroll or Bryce Harper. Harper. Okay. Jordan Walker or Justin Turner third base. Justin Turner. Nolan Arenado or Jose Ramirez? Arenado. Michael Conforto or Jake Fraley, outfield? Jake Fraley. Francisco Alvarez or Bo Naylor, catcher? Alvarez. Jorge Soler or Dalton Varsho, outfield? Dalton Varsho. Aaron Judge or Ronald Acuna? Uh, Acuna. Gunnar Henderson or Ahmed Rosario, shortstop? Rosario. Uh, Gunnar Henderson or Bryson Stott, shortstop? Henderson. Cedric Mullins or Luis Robert outfield. Cedric Mullins. And finally, Ryan Mountcastle or Christian Walker first base. Christian Walker. We got for waiver wire. All right. So these are uh, three players that I'm looking at this week on the waiver wire that could be potential pickups for you. Uh, number one is uh, Zach Gella out of Oakland. He's up 18% in Yahoo Leagues. Hit 333 last week with three home runs and four RBIs. So it could be a nice bat for you to pick up. Uh, Second is Emerson Hancock out of Seattle. He's up 10% in Yahoo Leagues. Had an ERA of 1.80 last week with three Ks. Uh, looks like he wants to continue to build off his uh, strong debut and continue rolling here for Seattle. And uh, third is Josh Bell there for the Miami Marlins. He's up 9% in Yahoo Leagues. He hit 348 last week with four diggers and seven RBIs. So those are three players I'm looking at this week on the waiver wire. Yeah, I've got Hancock. He just started last night. He got lit up, man. He went, uh, got rocked. Maybe not players. Hancock. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no, I was looking at picking him up yesterday, but yeah, he got rocked. He was like five runs over nine hits. Man. It's like, Jesus. The rookie he had a was. solid first two starts. Though. Yeah, well, he's still good. He kind of reminds me of, that's kind of how Bobby Miller for the Dodgers yep. started out. And, yep. Um, he found his ground and he's doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, those are three players there on the old waiver wire. Shall we head on over to Collection Corner? Let's do it. All right. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Well, up for me is Fernando Venezuela, who we talked about nice. earlier. Up fourteen dollars nice. and eighty cents. That's ninety five point nine eight percent increase. Market price right now, so it's around thirty dollars twenty two cents. His eighty six Donruss two fifteen. His eighty eight Donruss uh, fifty three, and his eighty one Fleer rookie card number one forty all up. Down is Juan Soto. Down three dollars and thirty three cents. Um, the 19, 19.66% decrease market price right now sits around $13.61 is 2020 Diamond Kings 2018 Tops Chrome update rookie card and his 2020 Tops Chrome 85 style are all down. And it's weird because I think they're uh, looking at signing him to an extension. After that was season. looking like here. Yeah. Hey. Well, He's playing good. Good for you, Padres. Good for you. <laughs> Uh, up for me this week is uh, Clayton Kershaw. He's up $42.80 or a 126.37% increase to a market value of $76.67. Up cards includes 2013 Tops Triple Threads with Kershaw, Strasburg, and Harvey, numbered to 36, and a 2020 Tops Museum Amethyst, numbered to 99. 
Uh, down for me this week is Sandy Alomar Jr. He's down $4.40 or a 44.94% decrease to a market value of $5.39. Uh, down cards includes 1989 tops rated rookie number 28 and his 1991 score number 879. Nice. Yeah, there we go. Uh, shall we get the candles out and celebrate a birthday? Let's do it. Say a uh, happy heavenly birthday. The Pittsburgh Pirates, Pirates great Hall of Famer Roberto Clemente, born on August the 18th of 1934. Clemente had a career 317 batting average with exactly 3,000 hits, 240 home runs, 1,305 RBIs. Spent his entire career with Pittsburgh from 1955 to 1972. He was a 15-time All-Star, two-time World Series champ, NL MVP in 66, World Series MVP in 1971, 12-time Gold Glove Award winner. Those were all consecutive years from 1961 to 1972. Four-time batting champion, Part of the Pittsburgh Pirates uh, Hall of Fame, as well as having his number 21 retired. He was uh, elected in the Hall of Fame on his first ballot. They waived the uh, uh, the waiting period since he was so tragically lost. Uh, mm. And he was elected in 1973. Mm. A little trivia on Clemente. He was the first player from the Caribbean and Latin America to win a World Series as a starting position player in 1960 receive an NL MVP in 66 and to receive a world series MVP award in 1971. Wow. So happy heavenly birthday to Roberto Clemente. Yeah. One of the greats, man. One of the all time greats. Yep. yep. Gone too soon. Gone too soon. Well, that's a fucking show. That was a heck of a show. Whew. Yeah. Long show. Hope yeah, you guys liked our uh, feel the dreams this year. We're, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, everybody, thank you uh, for listening to Steve's second win in a row. <laughs> let's, let's go for three next year go for the trifecta hell yeah dude hell yeah but guys in the meantime thanks for listening and we will catch you guys all next week deuces deuces